What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Let's get into it. Um, kicking it off, you know, we got a big week ahead of us. Baby Keem concert, our first concert together. What are your expectations? Man, you know, I've been a big fan of Baby Keem for probably two, three years now. So I'm kind of excited to finally get a chance to see him in person. I've been wanting to do it for a while. You know, I found, I looked up what his set list was online. So I'm looking forward to some of those hits. I mean, and even some of the non hits that I just love, like I want to hear hooligan, which is, you know, kind of a hit, but not uh, that big scapegoats. So that's one that I'm like, I loved scapegoats. My first listen on melodic blue. And I'm excited to see that one in person. There's some pretty low key songs he's doing in the track list. Like he does boom man, which I would not have expected, but hey, I'm all for it. Definitely. You know, there's um, a lot of great tracks out there that I'm, we're looking forward to um, Risto and I are definitely looking forward to Hooligan. Um, we're kind of running in a little deep to the concert, so it'll be fun. You know, of course, we've been talking about it since the since we bought the tickets. You know, family ties just gonna hit different. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to bust the floor in in St. Louis like they were doing <laughs> in Detroit. So, no, I'm definitely excited. I hope it's not too wild. Um, uh, you know, I'm off for a good time, but I'm not trying to be too sweaty in the car ride home because that's we got a journey and it's gonna be a late night. Yeah, it is going to be a late night for sure. So I'm I'm not looking forward to that, but no, just, we'll, be we'll worry about that after. We'll worry about that after the concert. Yeah, we'll be good. I also saw a lot of people like on my TikTok and stuff. I'll, I'll get in this tan- tangent, I guess. But I I feel like anytime I watch like a couple TikToks of like a concert, I just see every TikTok of that performer performing for the next like week. Like I've been on Call Me If You Get Lost tour TikTok for like a month now every tiktok every other tiktok i guess is just tyler in between sets talking somebody threw something on stage Tyler performing whatever and then i made it to the melodic blue tour tiktok um and i feel like a lot of people are you know meeting baby keem after the show like they'll kind of just wait around the tour bus and i looked on reddit and they were like oh well, we just wait by the bus for a couple of hours and i was like oh my god you guys are dedicated like i'm not doing all that i'm not waiting hours especially late on tuesday night no shot it's all right. We'll get Keem on the podcast here in a couple of years. So, I mean, years, manifesting I it here weeks. right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, months. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously, besides music, we always talk a little basketball. You know, the NCAA tournament's been on this past couple of weeks here. We're getting down to the Elite Eight here. Who's your pick to take it all now? Um, you know, you got to go with America's team, St. Peter's. Um you know, the, all the Big Ten teams are out, even against Purdue. You know, I, I was rooting for the Big Ten, of course, but I just had never it had never been done before. You know, a 15, 15 seed making it to the Elite Eight. So they have a favorable matchup against UNC. So we'll, we'll see what happens, of course. But like I was just talking to Devin about, um, you know, they're not out there. They're not looking like a Cinderella team. They're locked in. They're playing good basketball. They're a good team. So, I mean, anything's possible at this point facts i'm definitely with you on that like when i was looking at the teams that were left i was like oh my god like once they get past purdue it's like an eight seed like they beat a two seed you know some other high seed so it's like why not an eight seed you know what i mean so i was hoping if it would have been the winner of the iowa state against miami matchup oh my god i would have bet the house on st peter's to go to the final four i still think they're gonna do it like if st peter's won a championship Oh my God. It, it is wide open crazy. this year. Yeah. It's wide open this year. You you don't have this powerhouse team that's just running through everyone. Um, 
And the only thing that's like, I want to see a UNC versus Duke final four coach K's last year. That's like a storybook ending there. So that, I mean, either way, you know, I'm winning on that matchup there. What is your final four predictions though? All right. My final four prediction, I'm going to say Duke wins against Arkansas. Then, you know, I'm going with St. Peter's. They're just so hot. Once you play them with some confidence, you can't be beat. They're playing with house money at this point. They got nothing to lose. So I'm going with St. Peter's. Uh, and then I'm going with Houston and Kansas. And for the championship, I'm going to go with Duke against Houston. With Houston winning, I want Houston to win. That'd be kind of like a, a somewhat random team, but like they're pretty good. Like I like watching them play. So uh, that's what I'm picking. How about you? I like that pick there. Um, so I got Houston advancing against Villanova, although that'll be a great game. Um, obviously, great injury from that game. Two great coaches, great programs. Um, and then Arkansas and Duke, that's another interesting matchup there. I'm probably going to go with Duke and Coach K's last season. They just have way too much talent. Kansas, Miami, Bill Self, he's getting it done. He's going to the Final Four. Give me St. Peter's, of course. And then um, – Give me a Duke-Houston I'll, – I'll take Duke-Houston matchup there, but give me Coach K going out on top. You know, they just have too yeah. much NBA talent, and it just pains me. You know, I'll, I'll be okay with it, I guess, if uh, Illinois lost the eventual national champion or runner-up, so. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. That's always, like, a decent way to go out. Like, if you go out to, like, a really good team that ends up winning at all, you kind of respect it. Just tip your hat. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if St. Peter's pulls it up, the internet's going to break. I mean, they're going crazy on Twitter as it is. And I mean, not only in the elite eight, but they're in the elite eight, which is crazy. Uh, so we'll see how it ends up, but you know, beyond the NCAA tournament, there's some other basketball coming up for us. You know, we just finished our basketball season. If you've been keeping up with us, we played in a men's league on Sundays, the past couple months, you know, season didn't go so well, but next weekend we're playing in a three on three tournament. And we're not on the same team. So, you know, you kind of did me dirty. I didn't get the invite to your team. So I, I did. I got invited to you. a team. Yeah, I got hey. invited to a team. You made it personal, though, by being the Range Brothers. And, and I took bringing, that personally. Yeah, and bringing two former teammates of mine. So, you yeah. know, if, if we end up meeting, if, um, you know, these Titans collide, I'm just going to have to have a, a revenge game for that, you know. No, you guys are not Titans, no offense. Um, you guys are pups, but uh, yeah, we're gonna be pulling up in those Range Brothers shirts, and you know, I got my boys. I'll burn mine. I'll burn mine on Instagram Live as we tune in. I think we got to go Instagram Live if we play in the championship somehow. I think the Second Avenue podcast got to go live, and we got to just give the people what they want. And that that matchup between us would be pretty fire. Definitely, definitely. You know that. That kind of showcased, you know, our, uh, our abilities on the court and everything. So I'm, I'm down for it if, you know, it happens. You know, that that 3v3 tournament's pretty deep usually, so. Facts. We're just talking about basketball too much. We got to, like, show the people that we're not all talking. You know, we can we can walk a little bit too. So uh, that might have to happen. But I heard there's also a three-point contest. You know, I'm already, I'm already taking that one home. I don't even know why people are going to pull up. Like, I'm like Larry Bird in that three-point contest. I'm going to leave the, leave the warm-up on and just take care of business and go back to the bench. Hey, that, more power to you. I will not be entering the uh, the three point contest. That that would be a rough. I, I choke up, especially in front of people. So that would that would be awful. No, nah, I'm excited though. It's gonna be a fun weekend. So we're gonna take home some money, hopefully. Definitely, you know that's that's the plan. Of course. Um, moving on here, you know, out of our intro, let's get into the topic this week. So we have ten songs that remind us of 2020 slash quarantine. Let's kick it off. 
All right, I'll kick it off with my first song I thought of. And this was the one that just like instantly came to mind. It's the Scots by the Scots, of course, Travis Scott and Kid Cudi. I feel like this is one that we're both going to have. But this song just dropped, I think it was like April of 2020. And this was just like a moment because, you know, you can't talk about this song without talking about the Travis Scott concert in Fortnite. I was in that live watching that. It was crazy. And then they, you know, kind of, they did, I don't think they actually played the whole song. I think it played like maybe like the chorus or like just the beat or something, but then they're like, it's dropping the night. Maybe the song played out. I don't even remember, but that concert was crazy. That was back when I was like hard into Fortnite. So, you know, um, it was a good time. And this song just like, I cannot listen to it without thinking of quarantine. Like this song would have went crazy though. If like the world was open, like it would be, really different like i feel like it just kind of got passed up on like it got forgotten about almost so still pretty good song but definitely not in the rotation anymore yeah that one definitely fell out of my rotation but it is not on my list um when you said that i was like oh i forgot about that one so that is one i forgot about but you know i still have 10 songs that you know remind me of solid times kicking it off though i'll stay with the travis scott vibes here uh, this was, I have Gotti for my first song, you know, it was late December release, you know, so it was a couple months past, but I mean, this one just stuck in my rotation, of course, you know, RIP pop smoke that just hit different after you had passed and everything. Um, I love the video for it. Johnny, you know, you know, when it, whenever this is playing at the park, you know, I'm locked in um, hitting game winners or whatever. So, yeah, I'll never forget that game on the line on the beat drop you hit that three for the win. And, you know, that was probably the most respect I've had for you on the basketball court. That was, that's maybe your best play I've ever seen. Like you went, you were different at that time. When yeah, Pop I Smoke mean, is playing, you're different. Definitely. You know, there's just so many memories. Just like, this is like my song, like right before the party or riding back from the parties. So it's like, definitely had to make the list for me. That's a good pick. Um, moving on here with my second choice. You know, I don't honestly love this song too much it's such a big song it was on tiktok it was on the internet to see slide by drake this is one i also thought you might have you might not have it i don't know we're gonna find out i guess but to see slide i mean the video dropped it was a moment the song was popping off i'll never forget seeing it on twitter when zach bia was live on instagram performing it or not performing just playing i guess he's just dj but fire moment decent song definitely not in the rotation anymore that's i feel like some of these songs are they were you know moments in 2020 when not too many people were dropping so they were in the rotation then but uh not so much anymore so what do you think about that pick definitely i like that that's another one you know where it could have made my list um i remember the you know it was kind of like a little tiktok dance blew up off that so i like that pick a lot reminds me of it too you know these songs are making me reminisce a little bit so far so um my second song though this one's like this one didn't even release like it was probably a couple years before the pandemic happened but we have Topanga by Trippy Red um my boy Nick Cannon hated this song like I don't know what it was I love the song I I mean I don't love the song it's not like one of my favorite songs ever but you know it's a good song I'll play it whenever but we used to just like take uh champagne trips just to go get food or something like constantly throughout quarantine and all that so we just, me and Levi would just always bang this for, for Nick and just troll him pretty much a troll song, but definitely brings back the memories. I like that pick. That's a pretty good song. Um, it's not really my rotation too much, but like anytime I hear it, I'm like, 
I do like that song. I feel like the intro is a little bit long, if I remember right. I'm like, oh, like it's kind of dragging on the intro here. I'm ready to get to the music. Uh, but it's a pretty good song. Yeah, I like that pick. And obviously, those food trips, like, during COVID, just hit a little bit different. Like, if you're driving with somebody, go get food, drive through, and just bring it back. You're like, that was a good day in quarantine. You're like, all right, I'm, I'm about it now. Yeah, there are so many food trips or, like, just doing stuff like that. And it was, it was yeah. definitely, you know, just it was what a time to be alive for sure. Like, like it, the world sucked, but at the same time, like the memories that came out, all that, it was just different. I think we were living different lives. I was like not leaving my house. <laughs> uh, shout to George and Amy for that. Um, no, <laughs> but uh, no, I feel like one time I even went to Dairy Queen in Hoopston with Nathan and we like, didn't even like sit in the same car. We just like stood outside across a car length away from each other. We're like, yeah, that's social distancing, I guess. Um, but anyway, moving on to my next choice, I went with 1238 by Childish Gambino featuring 21 Savage. You know, this project dropped like right when quarantine was kicking off, 315, 2020. Of course, just how the album is named as well. An album that I really think got overlooked because of its minimalistic branding and all that. But I loved this song. I mean, 21 Savage and Gambino, you know, they don't have too many songs together, but they got a couple and they're just hits and like, it's a combination that I never would have expected before first hearing them. I'd have been like, Oh, that's a weird combo. Like I'm not, I don't think I'd be a hit, but they haven't missed. So that's one of my favorites from quarantine for sure. ATL stand up on that one. Uh, moving on here, my third song. So this is like, I think it was late February when this song had released. I saw a little snippet snippet of it like a couple weeks before. And it's a uh, Chicago freestyle by Drake. The snippet I saw was a, uh, the drake doing the superman verse from uh, eminem and oh my god i was just i was in love like right right then you know that was had me hooked of course um and it was just banger song you know another just brings back memories riding around in the car with the boys or whatever and just banging chicago freestyle i love that pick we both had that as our favorite song from dark lane demos i believe so i mean you know we both love that song it's a great pick you know, to backtrack a little bit, you know, we got 2.30, won't you meet me, won't you meet me by the bean, Johnny just had his first bean trip, so. Yeah, I don't know, somehow, I mean, I feel like it is definitely like a touristy spot, but you know, it's a cool little art piece, whatever, I've never been to the bean, though, I mean, I've been to Chicago, I don't even know how many times in my life, I mean, obviously, we're not like, we don't say we're from Chicago, you know, from Illinois, but. From the shy. But we've been to Chicago so many times, like, I've been to Chicago, like, I don't know, 30 times in my life, never been to the bean, though, I don't know how I missed it, but. You know, it was, it was cool, but I feel like it's just something you look at for like two minutes. Yeah, like, no, right, I'm done. Yeah, like, I mean, it ain't all that for yeah. sure. I, I agree with you on that. So yeah, it's, all it's a nice it. little spot but to stop lot. by and like see it. But it, yeah, past that, it's like, what, what do I do now? Yeah, it's a one-time thing. But anyway, let's move on to my next selection. I went with After Hours by The Weeknd. You know, The Weeknd, one of my favorite artists of all time and after Hours actually came out on my birthday. I guess it came out like as my birthday was ending. It came out technically on February 19th, I guess, but got to enjoy it like at the very end of my birthday in the central time zone here. And I was like, okay, this is different. Immediately it reminded me kind of like a mix of like that trilogy sound with a little bit of, you know, like Kiss Land vibes. And I was like, all right, the weekend is going to be doing something with this next project. And sure enough, I think it's maybe one of his uh, best projects he's delivered so far. And I'm excited to see what he does, obviously, after Dawn FM with Afterlife or whatever the third part of this next trilogy is going to be. But After Hours was just the start. And, you know, one of my favorite projects really got me through quarantine, honestly. I mean, 
he was my top stream artist of 2020. So, yeah. Definitely. He definitely killed it with the after hours and, you know, just uh, a memory between the two of us, you know, just going around to all the, to Goodwill and everything and looking for this red coat for your Halloween outfit for the after hours cover. Facts. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that, that definitely brings back a little bit of memories there for that. So. Yeah. 2020 Halloween, I dressed up as the weekend, you know, I got the after hours fit, the black dress clothes with the uh, red coat, of course, you know, have to have that and the sunglasses have the bandages, you know, turned out pretty well i got the i got a women's coat from goodwill for like four dollars it was fire though it fit so i was like all right i'm with it definitely you know and that was like like the first time I, we'd hung out in like forever i remember because i i remember you and lauren had helped me with like my uh for graduation i had to write out a paper and everything for uh, my class officer speech so i mean we talked a little bit over that but you know for quarantine we didn't really see each other too much so that was uh, that was like the first time we had linked back up in a while so facts and all it was a good time so yeah all right moving on to my fourth track here we kind of talked about this a little bit with uh, eternal take we didn't talk about the song but you know eternal take dropped on redbird day for me um and that was that was march right or right at the beginning of march there for um my redbird day and yep. Uzi dropped eternal take and i my favorite track off of it though was uh p2 and you know i still it's kind of fallen off of my rotation, whereas all these other ones have kind of stayed in there. But, you know, I just remember back, I had AirPod, you know, just listening to my AirPods and everything. And um, there was like versions I'd listen to where like P2 in the left ear and um, EXO Tour Life in the other ear. So, I mean, it was pretty cool, cool mashup there. I like the song. What would you say your favorite track off Eternal Take is? You know, I really don't listen to Eternal Take too much. Uh, so it's kind of hard to pick one, but I think I would go with Prices off of the standard release. And then if I was to pick something off Deluxe, I would maybe go with Yasurski with 21 Savage. You know, both the songs are pretty solid. Don't listen to them too much, but when they come on, I, I do like them. Okay, respectable there. Yeah, like we talked about, it doesn't, it definitely is not in my rotation very much anymore for the complete album and kind of a flop in my opinion, you know, but it is a core memory, I will say. So, Facts. Uh, moving on to my next pick. I chose Takashi Murakami by Six Dogs, RIP Six Dogs. Honestly, one of my favorite artists of all time. I love Six Dogs. Uh, and this was just a great song. Super catchy, super good beat. I don't know. That's all. Don't know what else yeah. to say about that. Yeah, but I mean, Six Dogs. What's RIP. understood doesn't need to be said. You know? Facts. Have you listened to Six Dogs with your... Uh, a little bit. Him? You know, after you died, you know, I listened a little bit. Um, I... I do like the track though. Uh, obviously, you know, Murakami, you know, that's a big name out there. So I had to give that track a listen. You know, I'd agree. It's a good track and everything. All right. But anyway, moving in on my next track here, uh, we have a kid, the Kid Leroy track. He was so huge, like in quarantine for me. You know, we had started like banging Let Her Go, me and Levi. And then, uh, you know, they he had tracks like Lil TJ and then he had Go as well before he dropped his first album. But uh, I chose Selfish off Fuck Love. Uh, his first project he had dropped and uh, dropped and you know it, I liked the project and everything it had me in my my toxic bag of course all throughout that summer I would just like just go to parties and like I don't even know what why I would do it but we just like all just ride back to that and just get sad for no reason <laughs> it was kind of funny but it's the memory it brings up for that for sure that's an interesting pick I don't really listen to Kid Leroy too much but I was like going through all my old playlists like trying to think of something uh this different songs I was going to choose and in my april playlist i think it was 
I had Addison Ray by the Kid Leroy because I would just like add new songs as they got released because there wasn't too much that was dropping yeah. around that point. So that was the one I was thinking of if I was going to pick a Kid Leroy song from that time period. But I like that choice too. Moving on here to my next choice, I chose I Don't Rap Beef by Draco the Ruler featuring Earl Sweatshirt and O3 Greedo. R.P. Draco, back-to-back rappers that you know passed away sadly didn't intend to do that but that's just the way my list worked out um but obviously earl's one of my favorite rappers as well and you know i don't know much about astrology i've mentioned this in another episode but earl has a line he's like she knows i'm a pisces i'd be swimming through the pussy <laughs> and i just love it like it's just so funny to me for whatever reason like if you're mentioning your astrology sign on a song that's like that hard like it's fire definitely and i feel like you know like you said, you had two back-to-back people who had passed away like 2020, you know, we lost a lot of like famous figures and everything. It was crazy year for sure. So just RP to all those, but like you said, you know, back-to-back it's crazy. Facts. It's pretty crazy. Um, Like obviously the Kobe death in 2020, like that was just, I don't even want to get into it, but I was down horrendous for days thinking about Kobe. Like I would just be, in class and i would just be like yeah like no that was like one of the people table. yeah one of the people you just like not like obviously you know everybody's gonna die one day but that was just one of the people you would not expect to die like so soon and so suddenly um you know and like from a music standpoint i kind of associate juice's death with 2020 it was late december or early december there kind of late in the year so i mean that's another person we had lost um pop smoke as well and then like you said six dogs uh, but yeah, there. I mean, I was like, you know, I'm not like really superstitious, I wouldn't say, but you know, sometimes there's like some coincidences, and I'm just like, yo, I, that's weird. But uh, the but bad this, vibes were out for that year. Like, there's this bar in Bloomington, and I went there, and then the next morning, Juice World, I found out was dead, and then I didn't go there for a couple of weeks, and I went there on Saturday night, and the next day, Kobe died, and I was like, you know, this like I'm. I'm not going back there, but you know, sure enough, I've gone back because there's not too many bars around here that are like fun. Um, but nobody else has died, so the superstition is broken. But man, took out two legends. So. Yeah, th- those are two deaths. Like you, I was you never forget where you were. I was worried. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on here to my sixth track. I have "Desire" by Juice World. You know, another one that I mean, it was it was kind of a little released a little bit before officially quarantine um off death race for love you know one of my favorite albums it just reminds me like a really good night with some of my friends you know we're just on on levi's roof listening to this and it just the vibe just went crazy on that so yeah that's a good pick especially like any song that has like a memory attached with it that's like hanging out with people during quarantine i feel like that just hits a little bit different because you know there aren't too many i feel like so that's a good pick uh but my next choice is cellular by king cruel king cruel not a rapper but i just love his music like such a unique sound i feel like he gets a reputation for being like really like sad it doesn't really make me feel sad but i just love his music i feel like instrumentally he's just like a great artist and his vocals are like really interesting like i feel like you either love him or hate him have you had a chance to give king cruel a listen i have not but i need to i guess i need to right after this after we get recording here so yeah i feel like you'd like him because he's kind of like you know a little bit more on the alternative side like he's definitely not a rapper but i feel like you know maybe you could say he has like a little rap influence like i know he's got like pictures back from like 2013 with like tyler and earl and them so 
I feel like he maybe has a little bit of inspiration from rap, but he's definitely not a rapper by any means. But I feel like you're into that lane a little bit, so you might like him. But he's definitely got a unique voice. This album came out like right before um, COVID started. His album called Man Alive. He's got a couple of their albums before that. They're pretty good, too. But Man Alive is my favorite. I feel like it's just the one I heard first. It's like the sound I got most attached to. But pretty good project. So I definitely recommend you checking that one out. Moving on to my seventh choice here. This was um, a January release. So, you know, it's a couple months, let it serenade. But uh, this one was like, I felt like had the biggest social media presence out of either of our lists here. Um, I have Life is Good by Drake featuring Future. Um, I remember the memes with this went crazy. The video went crazy on that. Um, It's overall a banger track and definitely, you know, is stuck through my rotation throughout quarantine and even now. I like that pick. That was actually like, in my Spotify rap playlist, like one of my top 100 songs from 2020. So I loved this song. It was such a good track. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's some songs you just have like a vivid memory to it and it could just make like no sense, but just be super specific. I remember like during summer 2020, like you know, I still wasn't doing too much. Uh, my sister and I went to the park and played tennis and I was playing music on my speaker. I just remember I listened to the song where you're playing tennis. Like, I don't know why, but that's my first thing I thought of when this song was brought up yeah throughout quarantine like uh monocles never closed the pizza restaurant i was working at at the time um it never closed i mean you know i was that was me i was always working on the weekend like usual you know Mm. waiting to get off you know go do whatever after work so that's just like that's like my core memory from it yeah that's a good memory for sure like work on the weekend like usual yeah i I was really living i was was living there yeah (laughs) uh anyway moving on my next choice i know you're gonna like this one i want moving on by lil peep okay yeah that's from the they did a little ep for him i remember at the time yep and you know at the end of 2020 was or end of 2019 was the first time i had watched uh everybody's everything the documentary and i was like i was big on peep right after that i was like okay like i liked peep when he was alive even been a fan of him ever since but after watching the documentary, I was like, I just want to listen to Lil Peep right now. So I was listening to Hellboy a lot and, you know, just all the old stuff. And then this little EP got added shortly after that. So I was like, okay, I'm bumping this. And I don't know why, but that was like one of my favorites in Belgium. Those two. Yeah, just was Belgium was like one of the, that was like one of the first songs that got me into Peep. I'd always have to go back to SoundCloud to listen to that. So, you know, I was definitely respected when they got all those on there. Um, moving on to my eighth track here. Got my boy Roddy Rich, you know, I had to show him some love. This is like my, one of my bigger artists of 2020 that I liked a lot and everything. I have Ballin' off of a Perfect 10 by Mustard. Um, and then, um, which is in concert rotation, just another banger track. You know, I feel like I don't have too many songs that have too much sentimental meaning behind it, of course. But, you know, just another quality banger for me. For sure. Can't go wrong with that. So the next song I chose was Clouded by Brent Fiaz. Brent just could not miss. One of my favorite artists. This was my top string song of 2020. So I feel like I have to give it a shout out. The project dropped shortly before like quarantine time, but I loved it immediately. I was like, this album's different. I guess not really an album, it's an EP or whatever, because Wasteland, the album's coming later. Um, but I loved it. Such a good track it like really might be one of my like all-time favorite songs i don't know i just love this song definitely definitely respectable answer there you know um 
I feel like I started listening to Brent for the first time. It was like my senior year. So that'd have been 2019, 2020. So it'd have been like late into the year, probably like uh, I'd say November, December, I started listening to Saunders son and everything. So, you know, that's kind of, kind of in that time period for me as well. Yeah. That's uh, the way I got on a Brent was actually, well, obviously like crew and stuff, but besides that, I feel like, I don't know what came first, like crew time or this, but the other memory I have with Brent is uh, the song too fast, which is another great track from Brent in his group Sonder that was featured in the season two trailer for Atlanta, which, you know, season three just came out. We're going to get that a little bit later. Um, but it was in the trailer and I was like, what is this song? Like, it's so good. I hadn't heard it yet. So I looked it up and I was like, I love this. Um, and it's funny because cellular by King cruel, the song I just mentioned was in the season three trailer. So like, I think they're just listening to my playlist at this point to pick the songs for the trailers because they're picking some heat. So I, I love it definitely you know i we'll get it we'll talk about atlanta later i won't even i won't get into that yet uh for my ninth one i have here i have driveway by little peep you know it's off crybaby they released it on the four-year anniversary and i think it was like june um right at the beginning of june they had put it on streaming services and everything and um you know it was like the first domino to fall for me well kind of the ep like you said earlier but you know then we got hellboy a little bit later so i mean just one of my favorite Pete projects, of course, uh, good memories, although they don't have falling for me on there. That was like one that was in constant rotation for me, but samples couldn't get cleared on that. So. All right. I like that. But moving on to my final choice, I went with amphetamine by Smino. Definitely not a new track when quarantine was hitting, but I just remembered like, so one class I was taking, like all my classes got moved to remote, obviously because of COVID so I had to take a class and it was marketing analytics and it was like coding on a program called R and the test would take me like hours to do. And so I'd just be listening to music to like make it somewhat bearable. And I listened to Smino's album and uh, amphetamine just like hit different that day. And it was just like in constant rotation since like, it's like a 10 minute long song, but it's so good. It doesn't feel like 10 minutes. It's one of those classic long songs that just hits like run away, you know, sing about me. I'm dying at thirst. Like I put it up there with like one of the best long songs of all time. Like I love it so much. I respect that answer, you know, on marketing analytics a little bit, you know, I had, uh, I had some trouble there. I was just like, I was like done with my final. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm not doing this. My teacher came in clutch though. It was like more of a personal conversation between Jonathan and I, but that's the class marketing marketing analytics that you know the professor came in clutch so shout out her shout out all right my last song here i feel like this one has like the deepest meaning for me um i mean this is probably a song i'll never forget and everything just around the timing i have graduation by juice world featuring benny blanco um if you guys don't know i I feel like i've talked about it before but uh i was graduated in 2020 um you know, unfortunately, we couldn't have our graduation due to COVID and everything. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, the, we had a little parade and I feel like the day we were just all banging this and there's just a really good memory to have a good, good song to cherish for all that. So, yeah, that's a good pick. I mean, I graduated in 2020 as well from college. So I feel like people were playing that too, but like we weren't together. So it was like, it was like super viral on like TikTok and stuff around this point. I should be like, oh, I'm missing all this stuff because of COVID. And I was like, I felt that like some of my friends were still at school, like whatever, but I was at home in Hoopston just chilling. I was like, man, this kind of sucks. But uh, 
hey, whatever, we moved on. I remember like the most Hoopson thing ever, you know, it's having a parade for a graduation, like tractors or golf I, was in a, I was in a golf cart. Yeah, yeah I, just, I remember seeing you. Yeah, yeah it was just, that was, that was a good, good time to have, of course. At least we got something, you know. Yeah, that's definitely a classic Hoopson thing. Like I just saw an uh, Instagram story the other day and it was like, typical things when you meet somebody else from a small town you just try to debate who's from a smaller town and then somebody gets to the point where it's like we had drive your tractor to school today and i was like yeah we had that too like i don't know how common of a thing that is but we were living that we were yeah. really him. <laughs> yeah i mean that explains substance you it really does like i feel like people just don't get it if you're not from it you just don't get it all right moving on here what are some other things that remind you of early COVID, you know, like video games, TV shows, TikTok? Let's hear some of your, some of your answers for each of those. Ooh, man. I don't even remember anything specific about like TikTok, but I just spent so much time on TikTok. I remember like, I would just be chilling. It'd be uh, people making jokes about COVID and stuff. And like, obviously like late COVID quarantine, well, it's not really quarantine anymore at that point, I guess, but like the NBA bubble, that was like, crazy like when the nba was finally back like i'll never forget finding out rudy gobert tested positive uh, yeah Kobe, he touched all the mics and yeah everything. he was like i don't even know but it was just like i keep that so this almost is... made covid seem real it was like at first it was like oh it's just covid whatever like i remember like the first time i heard of covid I was, somebody was talking about I was like what's that like and that wasn't even like that much before the world got shut down like i don't even know like we were in a little bubble here in illinois like it wasn't affecting us until it was one day yeah no definitely and that's like um like i feel is okay so i've kind of have a hot take you know i saw someone post it and um i don't know i what's your opinion on this you brought in the nba a little bit uh uh that bubble was peak basketball no i that was like well like you know they're the athletes are there they, that's all they can focus on is just hooping you know you're getting guys like tj warren dropping 50 pieces dame going crazy D book doing what he did like i people discredit the bubble but the more you think about it all these dudes could do was hoop and i don't know that was some crazy moments from the bubble for sure no we definitely got some crazy moments like obviously like jamal murray gets out of mitchell that matchup was crazy the heat making their finals run like it was a super good time for basketball like and i was so appreciative to have it back after it being gone for a couple months but I don't think it's anywhere near the peak. Like I think the peak of basketball was like the excitement of the fans and like the moments when you get that crowd reaction, like, and just without that, it's just, I don't know. It just can't be peak basketball to me. I mean, yeah. I feel like if you take out all the other aspects and you just focus on hooping, I mean, the, the guy had a point there for, for that aspect of it, for sure. No, there's definitely a point to be made, but then there's also the argument about how like it's easier to play basketball. There's no fans and literally all I have to do is focus on basketball. So it's like, and that's how every season was it'd be the NBA would be really different um so I don't have an answer on what like my peak NBA would be like I can't point to like oh this season would be my favorite you know honestly like right now this season the NBA is kind of crazy like there's so much parody in the NBA like for the first time in a while like I don't know I love the NBA right now but give, I, so I don't know me, what my answer is yeah I, I think that's probably not my answer for peak basketball but you know I can I can hear the argument for the basketball aspect of it but like for the time of being a fan, like the 2016-17 season was just different. That LeBron versus Warriors final, uh, Kobe's last season, the Warriors broke the record. I mean, you just had a number of different things going on. That was probably the greatest finals ever, in my opinion. But uh, 
Yeah, I would agree. I mean, that's that's classic. But obviously, besides basketball, there's other things that remind me of COVID. Video games, like playing Fortnite was like just what I did during quarantine. Like I did my homework or whatever, but then I played Fortnite and I was just grinding. And then Call of Duty Warzone came out and I was just grinding that. And so those are really like the two video games. Like we're talking about that, that is quarantine to me. Like I feel like it was just clockwork. Like I would just play video games every night with the boys and like, it just took me back to being like 15 or 14 or whatever and playing Call of Duty and it just hit different. Like, I loved it. It was just a feeling that just like I hadn't felt in a long time with games and I just loved it. That, yeah, no, the gaming was different at that point. Um, you're going to backtrack a little bit for TikTok. So I just said, I hadn't had this, uh, we've been super dead at work or whatever. I hadn't had this, like I had a notification on TikTok because I was really anti-TikTok. I think I got in like January of 2020. I was like, I'm not folding. I'm not getting it. But once I got it, you know, it was just glued, of course. And uh, I had like a time limit set. So like every hour that I was on it consecutively, it, it would like give me a little notification. And yeah, that I just had that pop up the other day. I was like, damn, I'm down bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then like moving into some other games I would play, you know, the 2K grind was at its peak with the boys we were running wreck every single night um, or park against each other 3v3. Um filling up the course with just our squad so i mean those are that was probably my most prominent game from the time yeah that's fire like i feel like something about covid it just brought people back to playing video games that hadn't played in a minute like i remember like the one thing that's not great about having xbox is like there's not that many people that i'm friends with that play 2k like obviously many games are now cross-platform it doesn't really matter what system you're on but like there's not that many people that play 2k with um and I feel like that brought people that weren't playing 2K, they bought it. And like, we just were always, you know, we were playing rec. We were just having a good time. Like, and I didn't play 2K much before that. So I had like a 75 overall build. Like I sucked, but it was just fun playing with the boys. Yeah, it's just fun to play, of course. Um, what are some TV shows from early COVID that you remember? I mean, man, the one answer has to be Tiger King. Like, <laughs> I just remember grinding Tiger King. I was like, this is crazy. Joe Exotica is crazy. You know what random thing I just found out like a couple months ago? There's some random guy who was like either in the show or he works with Joe Exotic or used to, I guess. And he like lives in Hoopston. Yeah, I saw that. I, I remember <laughs> like, seeing like what? a Facebook post about it. It was so random. So, I mean, <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> and like I, I looked the guy up and I was like, I've never seen that guy. Like maybe he was in the show. I don't know. But it's just so bizarre that, I mean, because there's people in Hoopston that have like, wild animals <laughs> and so he came to hoops and to work with them and i was like all right that's crazy like small world i guess definitely um would that be like your only show or do you have some others there that were you know just key memories you know i think 2020 was the first year i watched community i'd always wanted to watch community and now it's like my favorite show of all time maybe like i love community so much um Donald Glover obviously kills it. Joel McHale is pretty funny. Chevy Chase, like, kills it. Like, I feel like he's a little bit past his prime, you know what I mean? But, like, that's, like, he's, like, from the 80s or whatever. Like, that's, like, my parents' time. But, you know, great show. One of my favorites. I got my sister on it. We just started watching it at the, around the same time. But, yeah, community that's, has to be our choice. What about you? That's definitely on my watch list. Um, but I have three shows that just, like, scream quarantine. This one the most. 
all American. That show was like huge at the time. Everybody was watching that. Um, I haven't watched it since, but like at the time, that, that show went crazy. Yeah, the first season of Outer Banks as well. That was also, you know, a great show to watch. And then um, my last one for me, this is like one of my favorite shows. I still watch this to, the, to this day. Um, it's You. That was, I hadn't watched season one or two, but I binged it all over um, quarantine. So great show there. Those are good picks. Um, so I don't know why, but I never watched Outer Banks until the ne- uh, most recent season, season came out. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know why I just never got around to it. Like, I was like, I think I saw like a certain group of people watching us. I was like, I'm not watching this show. But then I eventually came. Nathan actually told me to watch it. And I was like, okay, if Nathan tells me to watch it, that's like the official stamp I needed to watch it. So I did. Um, same with you. I didn't watch you until the most recent season also came out. And then I watched it. I was like, okay, it's pretty good. Um, but All American, I forgot about All American. I watched every season's on netflix like so i'm i'm in on all american but uh i think there's a season that's on tv right now so i haven't got around to that one yet but definitely yeah I like no, all that, america. it's pretty I, good. everybody was on that show at the time i feel like it you know um we'll definitely have to get coop on the pod you know talk a little music <laughs> <laughs> the coop face hits different i love it it's so funny that was like a memed thing it's like i feel like it's like a character from spongebob or something there's look she's got this sad face and you're just like Coop, you fucked up. Like, I, I can't it. stand it, Coop. Coop. Yeah, I can't stand her. <laughs> but I love the Spencer memes. Like, my mom's and Dylan. Like, <laughs> the TikToks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's not supposed to be funny, but it's just the way it, he it does. It is kind of funny. It, it is. And it's like, you know, one thing I love just randomly is like when uh, English actors play like Americans. Yeah. And like they have to do an American accent. Like, Daniel Ezra, the guy that plays Spencer, is from the UK. And so, like, he's got a British accent, you know, in real life. And then he's just like, Coop and my mom's and Dylan. <laughs> I'm making it out of Crenshaw. And you're like, yo, okay, you don't sound like that. And then he goes interviews, like, got an accent. You're like, all right, that was weird, but all right, go crazy, man. I mean, that's like, I feel like it's a pretty, like, um, you know, it's a standard thing in shows almost like The Walking Dead. That's one of my favorite shows. Uh, Rick Grimes, he's British. Uh, I think Maggie's British. There's a lot of like British people in that show, actually. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I get it. it's kind of impressive how well yeah. they can do it. Like Jacob Alordi and Euphoria, you know, we've been talking about that too. He's from like Australia or something, and he just doesn't have an accent at all, like on the show. Uh, but you know, that's another weird thing. Like, do people think Americans have an accent? Like, to me, it's just normal. You know, to us, it's normal, but like they probably have some accent that we have. Like, they make fun of our accent. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I just can't yeah. hear it, obviously definitely so moving on here let us know some of your favorite moments from quarantine or like shows video games or like tiktok videos even that we have missed or trends with that but um wrapping that up let's get into some music that dropped this week um there was a ton of stuff that dropped it was a busy busy friday and saturday for me how about you yeah like honestly you know i was thinking about you know with the podcast we kind of like I don't know, not say we have a voice, but, you know, we put our I, or our opinions out there and like, these are kind of be out there for, you know, unless we take them down, like they're forever. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I got to like have a good opinion on these songs. Like I got to develop something. And, you know, I'm like, I didn't listen enough to some of these. I don't feel like, but I listened a decent amount. Like there was just so much this week. It was like a little bit crazy. Um, 
but yeah getting to some of the albums that released let's get into that um this week we had albums from nigo buddy lotto kilo kish mgk ty fontaine with an ep and of course we have to mention denzel curry's album melt my eyes see your future this was the biggest release of the week one of the most anticipated albums of 2022 i would say what do you think of this album i liked it you know first list i it's so hard to you know judge an album and give like a proper rating from your first or you know even your first few listens so i mean definitely something that's to serenade with me but uh tracks like x-wing and mental were my favorite off first listen how about you you know i loved mental that i don't know why but that what stuck out to me as well and i feel like that's funny because in our saba reaction we both had 2012 was one of our favorites so i think it's funny that we also have the same uh, one of our same favorites this time but i also really love sanjuro one of the later tracks in the album as well as of course ain't no way with black rico nasty jd and josiah like that song was crazy had high expectations for it and it lived up to him so i mean what do you think stuck out from this album or you know was it a what what stuck out to you from this album you know i think the big thing that stuck out to me was the production i mean it was so good this is like one of the best produced albums i've heard in a while like every beat was great it just sounded like it went together but beyond that like the themes and the lyrics were so good like you look at this song john wayne i mean walk around the hood like i'm john wayne nine on my hip i'm gonna let that bit bang like i don't know like he's just talking about some real stuff you know what i mean and then like there's another song i feel like it's the intro he's talking about um his relationships with the girls and you know different things that kind of were bad in his past that he's kind of like owning up to it's like interesting and that song is called melt sessions or whatever so it's kind of like you know it's kind of a theme like opening up about what you did as well as it's like kind of a social commentary about a lot of things and you know what it's like in america right now definitely you know it was um very like uh, introspective there like you were explaining with the first track of course and uh you know lyrically he killed it and then along like like you said the beats and everything he has killed it with that as well so definitely a very good project and i mean this one could end up you know in a top 10 list for albums of the year for us oh yeah i'm sure it will i mean not to go on for too long about some of the lyrics but i mean also if you look at a song like the last that's definitely another one of my favorites i mean the chorus any day can be our last so much trouble on the streets that we need to buy an ak bring a mask for the whole day we ain't trying to get sick so we walk around with no face the usa is a cold place like that's just part of the chorus but i mean talk about some real shit right there i mean that's a good perspective that you know obviously i'm open to any perspective and denzel's is one that we haven't heard in a while so it's great to hear what he thinks about everything going on all the different you know social issues right now so Love Another it. one that was, you know, got a little reaction out of me when I was listening. Um, fuck a TikTok, bought a new watch. It's my time now. Where's my G-Shock? That was like, damn. Like, you know, it's kind of G-Shock from back in the day, of course. So that was, I like that a lot. That's fire. I got one last one I got to go with. This was one one of the ones that just like, I did a double take when I heard it. Um, Actually, I have two. The first one, Bitch, I'm a King, RIP to King Ghidorah that is an alias of mf doom and so i was like i love that like that's a fire bar and then the other one i feel like everybody i've seen talk about this album mentions this line but it is such a good line i gotta give it some love run the jewels because i kill a mic on any lp that's crazy because obviously run the jewels killer mic and lp to get both 
members of Run the Jewel shout out in the same bar. I mean, that's fire. So Denzel's just got a different pen game. I love it. Love having him back in the rap game. It's been a long time since Taboo. So I'm excited to see what he's got coming in the future. I mean, who knows when the next project from Denzel will be. I'm just ready to enjoy this one for as long as I can. And, you know, we'll see what happens next. Definitely, definitely a very impressive project. You guys definitely going to give that a listen. But, you know, we're giving a lot of shine to Denzel. Let's get into some of the singles that dropped this week. There's a couple of them. Kid Cudi, Chance the Rapper, Deontay Hitchcock, Tory Lanez, Lil Skies, 42 Doug, and Omar Apollo. Did you have a chance to give any of these a listen? I mean, obviously, we got a lot going on with those albums. I mean, we didn't even talk about the Nego album. Let's talk about the Nego album. Yeah, really that's what I, you know, we were moving on. I was like, I want to talk about the Nego album a little bit. Um you know, just what was your favorite track off the Nego album for you? My favorite track off the Nego project has to be Come On, Let's Go with Tyler. I mean, that song just hits different. Like, obviously, I love Tyler. So anything he touches right now is gold. He hasn't missed in years, it feels like. I feel like everything he's put out or been a part of has been great. So that was definitely, definitely my choice. What about you? Uh, I had Remember by Pop Smoke. You know, we don't really get Pop Smoke on too many, like... Um, I don't know the what the word I'm looking for for the beats, but you know it's just not a you know a drill beat. I'd say it was something something a little bit different that we had him on there, and uh, I thought he killed it. I thought Nigo killed it with pretty much every beat on the project, and you know it was a really good project, really deep uh, track list there with all the artists he had featured and everything. So, facts, it's really tough to compare a project like that with Denzel Curry's album, just because they're totally different, but both great in their own way. I, I feel like. Nigo's project was definitely not like a life-changing experience like I was like oh that's pretty good like I'm the world's a better place having these songs out now like I love some of these songs but I don't think I'm gonna go back to some of them but any song that had Rocky on it Tyler on it even Pharrell the Pop Smoke song was good those songs hit but some of them went like the Kid Cudi one I wasn't crazy about yeah that, that's what I was gonna say when we got to Kid Cudi single you know I liked a single a lot more than I liked what he had on uh the Nigo project yeah uh one last thing I want to say about the Nigo project I mean I loved having ASAP Rocky back. I'm ready for whatever ASAP Rocky's got next. And I loved one of the lines on the Lost and Found Freestyle 2019 with Tyler, the creator. He said, no buns in the oven or babies in the stroller. And it's really funny because it's from 2019, but then fast forward to when it actually releases and, you know, he's got one of the way with Rihanna. So that's pretty crazy that he said that two years ago. And then you fast forward and sure enough, one on the way. I'm still hurting on that one. So let, we'll, we'll move on here. <laughs> uh, so we had a lot of singles here, like you were saying too. Kid Cudi, Chance the Rapper, Deontay Hitchcock, Tory Lanez, Lil Skies, 42 Doug, Omar Apollo. What'd you think of Chance's track? You know, everyone knows you're a big Chance fan. Got the merch on. Had to put it on today. You know, I was a little bit nervous going into this Chance song. I was like, you know, if, it's a miss like mm, outlook is not looking good for chance like i i don't know but chance delivered on this one i think i mean it's definitely better than anything that was on the big day i would say he's definitely more mature with his rhymes i feel like the beat was a little bit you know it was chill it was pretty subdued but all in all it's pretty good track and makes me fairly hopeful for what's next for chance and fairly confident that you put out a strong body of work this year definitely you know i it wasn't you know like anything bad or i didn't have anything bad to say about it i like the track you know got an add to the to my library so 
like you said, you know, excited to see what Chance does with this year. And I really thought it was interesting, like the way this track started with the whole intro with just do your thing, child, just do your thing. I was like, that's probably something that Chance has to think about. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you're Chance the Rapper, you have to be overthinking the next move of your career so much just because like he was at the height of the mountain, it felt like back in 2017. And then now it feels like he's almost starting over with his career. Like, I feel like it's definitely a new chapter. You know what I mean? Like, obviously not the very bottom of the mountain, you know what I mean? But like, he's got something to song, prove for sure. He's got something to prove. And there's not a song that everybody's got in the rotation. Like in the past, you had no problem, you know, mixtape, like all these tracks off coloring book. And then the features later, ultralight beam, you know, what all these other features, like chance was unavoidable in the late 2010s. And then, you know, the big day happened and now it's kind of like he's fallen out of like everybody's rotation except for like the diehards. So I don't know. It's just tough. I mean, sure. He's got to just do his thing and he did his thing on this track. So, you know, just kind of keep, keep building days, you know, like the basketball team, um, keep building these tracks, you know, just keep putting out good music facts. And, you know, I'm hoping there's a big, there is a big target on his back, you know, like we've talked about, like if he, if he kind of underwhelms again, you know, it's, be a scary sight but you know i mean he's still not still not too old in age or anything he's still got a lot of time so i just think there's too much pressure put on these artists nowadays facts but i don't know chance is living a good life obviously he was happy with the big day so <laughs> whatever i don't think he cares too much i'm sure it's obviously not great having a lot of bad backlash from the public but he's living a good life so whatever <laughs> but anyway let's get into some other news from this week Atlanta season three premiered this Thursday. Have you got around to watching Atlanta yet? I have not. You know, that was going to, when we were talking about it earlier, you know, I was like, I definitely got to get around to it. Uh, what You said it's on like Hulu, right? Or Yeah, so it's on Hulu. New episodes come out on Friday. Little plug. All right. Yeah. For that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll definitely, I'll definitely have to get into it. You know, you have not, you've not failed me on these shows yet. So we'll probably come back next week. I'll have the whole show finished. So we'll see what okay. happens though. Yeah, there's 21 episodes in the first two seasons combined, and they're 20 some minutes each. It's a quick watch; you catch up real fast. Um, but no, so I won't give anything away with season three. But man, it's been years, and I was ready for this comeback. So, and it did not disappoint. Episode one was wild, and episode two was, you know, back to the Atlanta. I love to give you a little bit about Atlanta. I don't know how much you know about Atlanta, but I feel like I'm not making this up. I feel like Donald said this. He says, "Curb your enthusiasm for rappers." Have you, you know what Kirby enthusiasm is? Um, uh, I, I do not know. Okay. I mean, so that, I'm sure I will. Yeah. If you, uh, I'll explain. Uh, so Kirby enthusiasm is a show by Larry David, the co-creator of Seinfeld on HBO. It's been a really popular show, but it's kind of just like he plays himself and it's just kind of like real life situations. It feels like real life situations don't know what's true and what's not, but it's a lot of like improv. Don't know how much improv is on Atlanta. I feel like it's mostly scripted on Atlanta, but yeah, it's just kind of like real life situations. And, you know, I don't know. That's just how Atlanta feels like. It feels like you're just living the life of Paperboy and Aaron Marks. And, yeah, you're going to like it. So let us know when you get caught up and then we can officially talk about Atlanta. All right. Yeah, I got a busy week, week this week. So maybe I'll start grinding a little bit this week. And, you know, hopefully. Take your time. All right. Moving on here. Brent Fias posts a screenshot of a text message conversation saying the soft deadline set for his upcoming album Wasteland is June 1st. What are your thoughts on that? 
I'm so excited. It's honestly a little bit later than I was expecting. And so that kind of surprised me. Like, I thought this album was coming like January. Like when we got Mercedes at the end of 2021, I was like, the album is coming soon. Like I'm ready. I thought it was going to come at the end of 2021, honestly. But hey, June's not too far away anymore. So very excited for this project. I somehow forgot it in my choices for the albums I'm excited for in 2022. But we talked about the following episode. But it might be my top. Like Brent was one of my favorite artists with Fuck the World. So obviously I just mentioned Cloudy or Clouded. So, you know, we'll see what Brent's got for us. But very exciting news. Definitely moving on here. Push a T with a McDonald's diss track. I mean, I feel like anything he does at this point is not going to surprise me. I was surprised by this, honestly. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, it was as perfect of a song you can make about the filet of fish as possible. Like, I don't think anybody out there can make a better diss track about a filet of fish. You know, I think you're right on that. It's just like, it's just crazy you know um first he had diet coke and then now he's got donald's he's just he's wilding before his upcoming album here facts it's pretty crazy i mean that song was just honestly out of the blue like i was not expecting anything from push the t for a minute and then you know we get a diss track from push to mcdonald's it's funny because you know he's the one that made the whole world love it. he says in that diss track it's pretty funny so obviously for those of you who don't know that are listening push a t was uh, one of the co-creators of the I'm loving it jingle for McDonald's, you know, bringing up another McDonald's track. This will take you back to like high school. My RIP three Pac, you know, he's got, I love McChickens. Of course, you know, that's another McDonald's track that comes to mind for me. I, when you said that that's where my head went, but I didn't know you knew who three Pac was three Pac followed me on Twitter. So RIP three Pac. That, yeah. That's, I don't know why he followed me on Twitter, but shout out to three Pac. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. the goat. Do you know how he died? I do not know. Three Pac drowned, and he was a collegiate swimmer. Oh. So geez. I don't know if he was, like, in the ocean, the currents got gone, but, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, you were D1 swimming, you died from drowning. Like, that's surprising. That is surprising. That's an ironic way to pass away. But anyway, let's move on to the next piece of news. The Grammys allegedly tell Kanye he cannot perform this year. What was your reaction to this news? I mean, I can't say I'm surprised, but like, it's like, it's just one of those things like, dang, kind of, it kind of sucks, of course, but, you know, Kanye is going to Kanye. I don't think Kanye probably doesn't care about performing at the Grammys. You know, he's, uh, he's cooled down on social media a little bit, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, you know, with his public image and everything. Yeah, I definitely would agree that it's not surprising, but it's like, they're just missing a moment. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the last year has been just such a important piece of Kanye's career. Like after Jesus is King, people are like, Oh, maybe Kanye is done. You know what I mean? But then this has been a pretty good resurgence. And I feel like that would have been a great chance for him to, you know, show he's one of the greatest ever do it on a huge stage at the Grammys. Obviously he's shown it time and time again throughout his career and has other opportunities to do it, even with the Donda shows. But you know, the Grammys are different. I can understand why they're not rocking with Kanye after he peed on the Grammy. And, you know, they still gave him the awards, you know what I mean? Like the next year, but yeah, I'm not surprised they're not letting Kanye perform or chose not to pick Kanye to perform, but I kind of would have liked to see it. 
definitely I, that's a performance I'd I would like to see as well. So I definitely agree with you on that. Moving on here, Lil Dirk says him, Lil Baby, Kodak, and 21 are running the game right now. What are your thoughts? You know, I feel like this headline was going around a lot and it was kind of out of context. Like he kind of said like there's others like bigger than them, but they're like the next generation. Like, and so he's not like wrong, I don't think. But I don't know. I don't like the phrase running the game. Like the running the game artists are like Drake. Yeah. And then Kendrick when he drops and J. Cole. Like everybody knows that though. And then even in that interview, Lil Dirk kind of mentioned about uh, Young Thug and Future. And I think those two also are a step above definitely the people he mentioned. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you on that. Um, I mean, there's probably even a few more artists we can throw in there, but just, I don't have any off the top of my head, but I mean, Travis, Travis is above that group as well. um, Yeah, I would put them, you know, C tier. You know, you have your A tier with, uh, you know, guys like Kanye, Kendrick, Cole, like you said. And then you get your B tier guys, Thugger, Future, uh, Travis. What tier are you putting Tyler in? I'd put Tyler probably at A tier at this point. Yeah, I think he's bigger than them as well. Like, I was sitting there when I was listening to that Nego project. I listened to it like on the way home from somewhere. And then I pulled up and I was like finishing the last song. And I was just like, Tyler is like one of the best rappers. And we're just like blessed to, to be alive with Tyler Creator is alive. Like I love Tyler Creator. And I feel like I think, he's just not, he doesn't get the respect he deserves sometimes about like greatest rapper of all time. Nobody's throwing Tyler Creator up there, but I wouldn't call you crazy if you did. He's got a very strong resume. I will say that. And, and he's done, growth. you know, yeah like we've done he's had different aspects of his career as well so yeah I mean, we'll see I, when it's all said and done yeah but, i definitely i'd listen to that argument yeah we'll see but i mean i was just like i love this like tyler's so good doesn't get the respect as a rapper he deserves so we'll see how it when it's all said and done we'll see if he does but he deserves it so anyway let's move on to another piece of news juice world is apparently getting a Fortnite skin coming soon what are your thoughts on this? You know, we were grinding Fortnite over like the winter, haven't been as much, but Juice World getting a Fortnite skin is kind of, you know, it's kind of random, I feel like. Definitely kind of random. You know, it's like he's been dead for, it'll be coming up on two years here now. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. You know, it's just kind of, like you said, random and everything. Probably get on there and cop it because, you know, I am, I am jealous of, you know, that Travis Scott skin you have. So, oh, you don't have it? I do not know. I, I did not play Fortnite at all at that point. I wish I would have and just got on and copped it. But I won't. I won't make the same mistake twice. I guess. No, I had to cop the Anderson Pack skin as well. Like I don't really buy things on Fortnite, but like if you got an artist I rock with, I gotta gotta support them at least. Definitely. All right, moving on to our last piece of news here. Lucid Dreams passes God's Plan as the second most streamed hip hop song on Spotify. What are your thoughts on that? You know, that, like, honestly, it was kind of surprising that God's Plan was that high. Like, obviously, God's Plan was, like, a moment. But it's honestly bigger than I had thought. Like, it was a huge song. And it was obviously the biggest song off of Scorpion, which is a huge album. But for some reason, I just would not have thought that it was at the number two spot. But I got to ask you, do you know what the number one spot is? Uh, Give me an artist here. like, Or we'll give it away. I think it'll give it away, but I'll give it to you anyway. 
post Malone. Uh, let's say. I kind of want to go with gr- congratulations here. So I, that'll be my answer. It's Rockstar, actually. That would have been my second guess there. Um, I love that track as well, but I can't say I'm surprised. That song was huge. I rem- that's like one of the ones where it was a single that had dropped for beer bongs and Bentleys. And I remember like exactly where I was when I listened to it for the first time. Yeah. That song is also bigger than I would have thought though. Like huge. That was like 2.4 billion streams on Spotify or something like crazy numbers. Definitely. And you know, I would honestly expect, you know, like lucid dreams to be up there. Like, like you said, God's plan kind of came as a surprise to you. So. Yeah, I, would I think it's, Lucid Dreams would be number one. Also, like that song was huge, although it has as much time as some of these other songs, or at least Rockstar. Rockstar came out like a year before, I think, uh, before Lucid Dreams. But you know, I think one day Lucid Dreams yeah. would probably be number one. Definitely, I definitely agree with that. So when I was looking at the post that said this, I was reading the comments, and somebody was like, "What's number one? What's number one?" You know, and somebody's like, "Oh, it's Rockstar." But then there was another comment with another song, and I was like. I could see that being number one. It's not in the top three. Sad. Sad by X. Yeah, no, that song was, I would like put X right in that conversation just because, you know, the, um, the like outreach, not outreach, the um, target market it has, you know, there's not a target market for it, you know, like little kids can listen to this song or, you know, whatever on TikTok or whatever. So, I mean, I feel like the reach with a lot of these songs is, um, you know, a good good point and you know why they're getting so much i don't know if i'd want you know my little sister listening like lucid dreams or something but you know it it is a catchy song so yeah and that sounds like on the radio and stuff so it makes sense why it's so big but i think that just about wraps up the news for this week pretty big week lot going on a lot of good releases so be sure to go give some of those albums a listen if you haven't already especially the dead zone curry and also the nego project um but we do have one question this week from the audience question from devin what rapper has your favorite tattoo this one was a pretty easy answer for me um i'm sure you could guess it uh but i'll go with the uh the crybaby little peep tat um just such an iconic thing you know just this huge tattoo on his face and everything and i like seeing when he got it and uh, everybody's everything the documentary for it what yeah. would your pick be i mean that was what i thought your pick was going to be so i'm not surprised at all by that you know, the obvious one for me, it's the Gucci Mane ice cream cone. Okay. I like that. Like that. I have a shirt and it's like an airbrush of Gucci Mane's face, basically. And it's got the ice cream tat and it's just like, that's iconic. Like that to me is one of the best face tats in the game. Definitely. You know, these face tats are crazy. I would never do it, obviously. But, you know, these, uh, it's something, you know, for, for this, especially, you know, it's like a really good talking point for the artist to get out there and everything. Little skies came to mind, you know, with his face tats and kind of the lyrics he's had on the face tats and everything. So exactly. And I, I mean, once you get a face, tat, it's kind of like, you know, you're committing yourself to a life. That's not no, an ordinary life. You know what I mean? That like, is like, yeah, you gotta is, grind. Uh, let me pull up the, the lyric for that. He is one of the, like, it's a really deep bar and, my boy Ezra, you know, who wants to be a UFC fighter, he's talking about like getting a neck tat and everything. So he's got like no way out of it. You know, he's got a, he's all in. I respect it. Like if you're that committed, why not? And you want to get it. It's not just like you're forcing yourself to get it or whatever. Like if you like it, why not? 
But then the thing with tattoos, like, what if you just don't like it one day? You wake up, you're like, that's stupid. Yeah, I mean, like, especially like later in life, of course, um, it's like, uh, when, did I really? Yeah. When this question was posed, there was one tattoo that immediately came to mind that I was like, that might be the worst tattoo. And that tattoo is Chance the Rapper's tattoo. I think it's just on his chest or something. And it says, get back to work, but it's backwards. So when he looks in the mirror, he sees get back to work. And then he like set up like Ellen, I think. He was like, that tattoo sucks. And I was like, it does. Like, that's an awful tattoo. Yeah, luckily the, you know, the technology is a little bit, it's getting more advanced to where they can remove them a little bit better. Um, I have the lyric here. It's Lil Skies on Welcome to the Rodeo. I got tattoos on my face. I use that shit as motivation. I could never get a job. So for my dream, I'm dedicated. I'm like bar. Yeah, that is a bar. You know, that's deep meaning behind it and everything. So if you're feeling inspired, you want to go be a pro athlete or a rapper, you know, like a UFC fighter, just just do it. Full send. Full send. You got my approval. <laughs> full send. Get the second avenue logo on your face and I will give you a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll get you more than a shout out. I don't know what we'll get you, but if you get that face tat. That's the motivation. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, there, there's no going back at that point. You can you can be an official third member of Second Avenue Podcast. You get that face to I'll, I'll say it right now. I'll speak for I'll you. I'll pay for that. it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get the card ready. Just let me know. We can work something out. But anyway, I think that just about does it for the episode. Of course, you know, we're running a little bit low on fan questions. Elijah's mentioned it in the past. Hit us up. Comment on our Instagram post. Hit the DMs. Give us some questions you want us to respond to. Some of these questions we've got, I'm like, those are episode-worthy questions. So give us these little short ones. They don't have to be about rap, about music. They could be about us. Get to know us a little bit. Give yeah, us a little question. Movies or you know other stuff outside of outside of music, of course. We like answering questions. So anything, just life in Please. general. Let us. Know. I'm on my I'm on my knees begging right now for for questions, guys. You, if you're on YouTube, you can see me right now. He's begging. But anyway. That just about wraps it up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Next week, we'll be back. Give us or, or give you a review of the Baby Keem concert we went to and talk about some other stuff, talk about the news in the rap game. So we'll see you guys next week. Peace.